Hey, beautiful humans. It's time to stop sacrificing for everyone else and put you first. Are you feeling tired, stuck, or disconnected? Or maybe you're just looking to be the best version of you. I'm Mary Wong. And I'm Dr. Tanya Wild, and this is Embrace, Embrace You First, a podcast to help you thrive and not just survive. We are busy moms, successful entrepreneurs, and doctors in the field of natural medicine with over 40 years combined clinical experience. You're going to learn from our professional expertise and our juicy secrets that have helped thousands of men and women just like you. We are going to teach you practical and doable strategies on health, relationships, and career. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embrace you right now. 2020 was truly crazy. And as we are recording this, we're actually at the end of 2020 and it's being released today in 2021. And basically we are going to take life and fear by the balls. If you, what, that's what you've got. But for us, we're going to take our ovaries and we're going to like kickstart. Run with them. And run with them. Run with them. And we're going to set yourself up for success in this new year for 2021. Right. Before we move into 2021, maybe we'll re- do a little reflection on 2020. What do you think? Absolutely. Yes. Right. So so fun for everyone. Yeah. So, I mean, there was a lot of fear, which is why we put out two fear episodes uh, on Embrace You First and uh, just addressing like what, what is fear, the impact it has on you and some solutions around fear. And we thought we would kind of take that one step forward and just think, you know, how can we let fear guide you, right? So like, how can we take fear and say, you know what, I'm going to use this to fire us up and move through it. And one of the things that I don't know, I, I, I think that we, in terms of mental health growing up, my mom was a little bit advanced or forward for her times because she really did help us kind of recognize and address um, how we feel, like she would ask and, and address it. And a lot of, I feel like parents of my friends growing up, they were kind of still in the mindset of, well, you don't have time to think about how you feel, right? And now in today's day, we're really bringing mental health to the forefront, which is fantastic because a lot of Especially us- Especially now, so important. Yes, yeah. right? And, you know, there is still stigma associated with it. Um, I'm totally okay to share that my father had bipolar and all my uncles had schizophrenia and, you know, there's, you know, there, there's different levels of fear and anxiety that we all experience. So we're kind of all experiencing what a lot of people were experiencing before COVID on a regular basis. And then it kind of put us into this like grieving and to anxiety all together as a world, which kind of shifted the energy. So we got to do whatever we can do as, 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 as our individual humans, as individual humans to kind of show up for our immediate family and friends to have that ripple effect, like show up healthy and calm and, and do the best that we can to have a ripple effect. Cause really there's so much we can't do and we don't have the impact on. And I think a lot of people think like they go into this fear cause they want to have impact on the greater good and to make change. But I think what's most important, which is why we do this episode where like, you know, this, this podcast is to embrace you first so that first you can show up for you 
And then you can show up for, you know, healthy for your family and then that have that rippling, you know, and people that you work with, work for, uh, or work for you. And, yes. and then you can show up as a healthy individual, have a rippling effect. And then you're then now adding this like powerful, healthy energy to the greater energy. I love that. And, you know, so when you're talking about embrace, it, it includes embracing things that are uncomfortable, like fear. Yes. And so, and that's, you know, the best way to get through it is, is actually to go through it rather, right? Yeah. Recognizing and, you have it and that it's okay. And, yes. then, and then rather than that. avoiding, rather than yeah. avoiding. So for example, when you say you have this mental health issues in your family um, history, so, you know, maybe my former self 20 years ago would say, oh, I'm so sorry. And now my present self will say, gosh, like, let's, what can we do through your past that will help guide you to be the best version of you now? Like, right. Learn from that. And what we also know about through science and actually in Chinese medicine have been talking about it for thousands of years is that no matter, matter what we have been given in our, in, from our past, from our primordial form, we can add to it and shift it. And hence in science now, we call it epigenetics. So we know that when we shift our mindset, it can impact our cells and, you know, even into the next generation. They've seen that. Right. It's pretty amazing. Like you, that you, we can so impact powerful. our DNA, impact genes, either they get fired on or off through the power of our belief system and what we say to ourselves, what we say to our children. Right. And even if you're I remember going through um, subfertility and thinking, what would be my end point? Like, how far would I go? And I remember learning and reading about if I had to get an embryo, or do embryo donor. So, you know, an embryo made by another mom and, and dad, perhaps, who weren't using their embryos. They had leftover embryos that I could turn. I had the power to turn. If I did get an embryo donor, turn on the genes uh, that, you know, impacted the um you know, the, the development and the growth of that child. So it was, yes. although there's the, the child has genetics, it was truly my child because I'm, you know, pregnant with that child. And, you know, so just like, just little Love things that. like that, just like how empowering it can be, like, you know, your thoughts. And yes, that's yes. like one window into that concept, right? Like so, that, that yes. you do have such a powerful impact, even at the very small level right that and shifting well not a, a little well, it's not level, that small <laughs> it's like, but right right the human that gets to be mm -hmm. formed and so yeah talking about donor we're going to go off a tangent but because <laughs> <Right. laughs> we love to do that I know. And, and so you know there's one thing about genetics mm -hmm. is that um the there's what is it nature versus nurture right yes so even if a person goes through a donor embryo where the genetics is not even from the mom and dad that is currently in this child's face. However, biologically, it is 100% yours if you're the one carrying this child. Yes. Right? Yes. You're the one that feeds it, that gives it the energy, the well, joie de vivre, the, the blood flow, right? It's, right. Your well, and just it was so empowering head. to like impacting, impactful for my little brain or my big brain, whatever you want to call it, that you could actually turn on certain genes and like, you know, silence some. So maybe, yes. you know, if you keep calm and relaxed and chill and like nourish yourself, that you have the ability to turn on healthy genes. Yes. Doesn't mean you have to be perfect in your pregnancy because clearly, you know, we can't do that. But 
um, it just does have such a, um, you know, outstanding uh, concept. It is an outstanding yes. concept that we have the power with our thoughts and yes. even uh, Bernie Siegel. Yes, our thoughts and our actions for sure. Yeah. Yes, right. like in, in Bernie Siegel's Love, Medicine and Miracles, he wrote years ago, um, just talking about energetics and, and um, you know, how much our, our thought patterns can have an impact even on our recovery from cancer. And Jill Blakeway in our previous episode talks all about energetic medicine. So if you haven't watched that episode, I highly recommend you go back to that um, because part of our, you know, thoughts and even when take a medicine, like the reason it works is the placebo, right? So like, it's like the impact of our thought It's like, if I take this medicine, it's going to help me. If I take this medicine, it's not going to help me. You have that thought. You're going to even have a nocebo, which is like, it's going to have a negative, negative side effect. Right. And yes. that happens. So, and so, so let's talk about the global ne nocebo effect of the right. of pandemic, because unfortunately what you get in the news is a very skewed perspective. Yeah, just announce how many deaths there are today, how many uh, reports of COVID, but they don't uh, tell you the nuances of it. No, oh. they don't discuss how many people are tested, how more people are being tested and how people are recovering. I mean, yes. we had a mutual patient who was pregnant with twins, got COVID and recovered nicely. And I'm not saying go out and get COVID and <laughs> you're going to recover nicely, right. but I'm just saying like they, they don't talk about how people do recover. And so then it just impacts, it's like, it just instills yes. more fear. And I understand that you have to like inform, but it would be helpful if it was information and, um, a way, a way of pre presenting the successes as well to keep the mental health. Because if anything, COVID, sure, it's it's killing people and seniors and immune compromised and even people who aren't. But mental health, if you don't have it, you're dying slowly inside, right? Yes. So like it is, you oh have to take, it's, right? We yes, have to take care of yourself and each other, you know, and, and reframe how we see things as well to help us, you know, like I mean, it was a very traumatic year for a lot of yes. people. Yes. And so I want to. I, I want to bring this in then, okay? Because again, <laughs> I just forget. <laughs> That's in. But I'm not so sorry because I think this is just so relevant. And because you just brought in that, you know, with the COVID, with the pandemic times, it has a bigger impact on mental emotional health. And I'm going to give you an example. And I asked her if I was able to share her story, and she said yes. So this is a 70 year old woman who has psoriatic arthritis since she was in her late 30s, I believe, and she had to go on disability and her husband was the one that became the sole breadwinner and he had been working and just recently, just before COVID, actually uh, retired. So here you go from total freedom, husband's not there, to all of a sudden, bam, two people in a room, they're in a condo, and she was going she was beside herself because she's not used to having someone there. And then you're actually, you lose the freedom of not being able to go anywhere. And in, in fact, because she has psoriatic arthritis with an um, immune suppression, as well as uh, having had 20 surgeries and on a lot of drugs, her doctors from all over the place said, because she had different physicians, every one of them said, you're not allowed to go out. So can you just imagine living that life? And so she, she said, Mary, I can't come to you for acupuncture to help with my pain. I said, let's help you. I said, how are you doing mentally? 
And so I, she then confided that she is, she was suicidal. And I said, how often were you having these thoughts? And she's like, every minute of the day, she doesn't see a purpose. She, every day she thinks about, or multiple times of the day, she's been taking morphine. She's like, I just feel like taking a lot of it, ODing and just perishing, right? She just completely lost it. And I said, you're not allowed to do that. You have things to live for and you need to know what that is. So she, we stuck by each other uh, on a weekly basis until she found, well, actually from the very first day, I asked her, you know, what is there to live for? So as you're listening to this or watching this, what I want you to get out of it, what we want you to get out of it is, you know, certain ways to overcome fear is having a set of purpose. Like what are your commitments and what are your, what's your purpose in life? And if you don't have that there for you, it makes it more difficult to really um, have that zest for life. Like you just have no energy left. Right. And so with her, I said, what do you have to live for? And at first she says, I don't know, nothing. But then we dug deeper and it re she realized that no, well, my grandchildren are really important to me. I said, yes. And I said, you have so much to give and you have so much to share. Imagine if what you impart to them and cause they're young, it will shape them in their future lives. Would you want to be a part of that? And she says, oh, yes, yes. So her recovery was finding strategies every week, like how can she engage with them more in the face of a pandemic when she cannot physically see them, right? And we were looking at different ways of engaging. And so we will be talking about connection because that's partly what it was, what, what helped her thrive. And now I'm so grateful to say she's not suicidal at all. She's not thinking about suicidal thoughts. Oh, good. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And she loves her life and she's laughing and she's, in fact, instead of complaining, she was complaining about her husband every single yeah. time I spoke to her and says, oh my gosh, I can't take it anymore. I want to kill myself. Right. Wow. To then she says to me the past three times, she says, Mary, we are laughing. We're getting along. I'm like, whoa. Maybe she needs to teach us. <laughs> <laughs> so this was her ex-husband. No, no. Oh, this was her current husband. Her current husband, but because just they weren't living together. No, no, no. They were living oh. together, but pre-COVID, oh, okay. uh, he was working. Oh, so much. So from working full-time to hardly yeah. ever being at home, Got to it. then retiring, being at home, in and then lockdown, and in you're space. in a small space. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Right. Yeah. So on the other hand, I read an article, now that you're bringing this up, where this is like connection, um, but I read an article the other day how this couple had divorced and after 30 years, they got remarried as soon as COVID hit because they oh. were just like, oh my goodness, like they just, their, their purpose, like they'd always continued, you know, just to see each other through the kids and they just realized they just wanted to be married just in case something happens because they still loved each other. And I was oh. like, oh, it's so beautiful. So really it's like all about perspective, right? Yes. So like how you're seeing things. And I think even, um, you know, bringing back in the, the, the concept of uh, like rewriting your story, we mentioned that in one of the episodes, um, how a psychiatrist was medicating their, her, um, their patients just for, you know, a short time while a patient would reread their trauma um, over and over again until they didn't have the physiological response of the elevated heart rate, blood pressure, high sweating, anxiety around the trauma just by rereading it in a very numb 
you know, uh, masked states where the beta blocker would reduce the heart rate and the anti-anxiety medication like an Ativan, like brought them right down to neutral. And, uh, you know, I didn't do this for myself, but um, I, you know, I had an interesting childhood and my dad being bipolar when he wasn't medicated, did some interesting, you know, things that, you know, nothing, nobody ever got hurt, but it was like, you know, it could have been, um, I could have, if I sat in it as a traumatic event and just, you know, always re brought myself back there, then I could have, you know, constantly relived anxiety and sat in fear. Um, but I tried as I, as I got older, just to recognize that, you know, he was unstable and that, that those were his moments and we were kept in safety. But there was one time he, um, you know, set candles up on all the wooden uh, places of our, you know, uh, childhood home um, and lit them and, you know, kind of with the intention of, well, if I can't have access to you guys, then, you know, the house is going to go, you know, and we're all going to, yeah. So like a little bit of an arson, the cops came, I, my mom sent us to the basement. And what I like to do is kind of then take it stepwise and reframe and see those candles um, that were lit in more of a magical light. Cause then my mother would sit us by candles and have us look at them and look at their aura. And it was a form of meditation. And, and I love this fire and I, this is now later. So like, okay. I love fire and I love saying, thank you for saying that like in candlelight. And so I tried to take those, that scary moment and just like reframe how I see candlelight so that I didn't have candlelight as a trigger, right. Or yes. fire. And so I try to think about it as more of a magical experience. Like, Oh, my dad really liked candles and he was just, you know, decorating the place and right. we were kept safe. And, and, and instead of like sitting in that trauma, trying to like kind of just reframe how I see it, and then, you know, and I love candlelight and I haven't done this with my children yet, but it just like having this conversation reminds me like just looking at candles and their auras is yes. a nice way to use your sight as the five senses and oh just, my gosh. Um, you know, just like, re <laughs> sorry, to, like, no, 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 crazy. Yet, but like, there, there, there's, you know, there's a lot of trauma that happened last year. And so what you can, we can do is like, rather than kind of sitting in the trauma, Try to think about all the successes that you have. Try to think about the things that were, that did feel good. And if something didn't feel good, what were the elements of it that were okay and safe for you? And, and try to reframe it. And, or if you can't sit with it, that it's not good to shelve it. Basically the bottom line isn't good to shelve it and then let it manifest as like a physiological yes. feeling or, or hit you one day, like a ton of bricks so that you can't handle some other event. Like it is important to talk it through and reframe basically so that, and you rewrite the story. So basically what I did was like, I rewrote my story, my little childhood trauma. I was like, well, I guess it was a big one. I just reframed and re-see how I see it is a more magical experience rather than like my house is going to get burned down. Well, and, and I think it's important. Is, yeah. And the truth is with that then, um, because you could from then on, from that day forward, you could have seen candles and there's a heck of a lot of it and they're around mm -hmm. a lot. Yes. It automatically a trigger. A trigger. Yes. So you completely nailed it by just like, putting that fear away, like not having that be your trigger. I think that's so mm -hmm. powerful. Now, that said, someone can be watching or listening to this episode mm -hmm. saying, well, good for you, but like my trauma is really big or whatever mm -hmm. it is, right? Mm -hmm. So if it's 
if you're feeling like you're being swallowed up by your fears, mm-hmm. like don't go at it alone. Like this is no, really- this is something you do with a therapist. Like these are ways that you can, you know, like do like talk through and reframe. And yeah, I know you don't want to sit with it alone ever. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, that's, you know, more than anything you in these times you need to connect. It's, it's, you know, there's virtual connection to telemedicine. There's even, post on Instagram um, back in what we're in right now, November, um, just like free help for Ontarians for if they're really suffering with like fear and sadness and grief and uh, they get, you know, you can have free care through uh, COVID times and uh, reach out definitely. But these are just strategies rather than just, you know, basically don't want to shelve the fear. You don't want to shelve the emotions. It's important to, as we mentioned in a previous episode, label that you are actually feeling a certain way um, and then trying to find strategies so that you can feel strong enough, like even just moving through, you know, the pillars of eating healthy enough food, uh, exercising, moving to like release, you know, adrenaline. And, you know, we often talk about um, like in the new year, the new year's resolutions. And it used to be everybody would sign up to the gym in January. And then there's this like big fall off by like February or March. Um, So there's no gyms open as of November as it stands right now. And I don't know what will happen in January, but I think what's really important is like the message is, is like, you don't necessarily have to set up these like big goals for yourself, set up little miniature goals, miniature goals that are more achievable. Like if you don't walk, you don't work out, say, I'm going to start with five minutes of a walk per day. That's it. Five minutes. I'm going to force myself to get up because part of it is, is actually getting outdoors is a hard thing, like, or could be a hard thing. Like you have to get dressed. It's like a big deal. But if you set aside an hour a day for a workout and just go out for five minutes and then guess what? Maybe you just set up the other 55 minutes to just sit because that's all you can do is you sit with that time and maybe you breathe, but you don't touch your phone. Like this is what I tell patients who say, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not fit. I'm not in shape. And it's like a good strategy to give your first provide yourself the time that's me time, you, 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 you kind of allocate that hour and then you fill it up as you go. So then maybe in two weeks, you do 10 minutes a day, but you still aren't allowed to do anything else in that remaining 50 minutes. So it's like an hour for you till you slowly build up. So it's like setting goals that are doable, reasonable, and so that you don't hurt yourself doing it. So I'm going to add in then, because sometimes hearing it, I'm just aware of some people going, well, an hour is a lot of time. So mm. then I would go back and say, okay, well, then what is a reasonable uh, uh, amount of time mm-hmm. that you can create that sustained effort so that it is achievable long term, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe for some, it is like, you know, if you nail the 20 minutes and then f- starting with five minutes of the exercise and then the 15 minute of sit down, mm-hmm. over time, you can actually make the time frame bigger. Does that make sense? Yes. Right. And so before we go on, I just want to relay that the last two episodes, so not last two, but if you go check out number 16 and number 18, because we talk about more strategies uh, with regards to fear and overcoming fear and solutions. Right. Yes. So important. So it's like moving into the new year, you letting fear kind of guide you, drive you, knowing that I don't think there's going to be a total, like the, even vaccines, you know, um, we we're hoping that vaccines might be our solution. But then with vaccines, we've got fear also around, uh, 
you know, a lot of people are saying, oh, what about the side effects? Like there was even a medical article on potential side effects and them talking to medical doctors to divulge those potential side effects, not because you shouldn't get the vaccine, but just so that you're aware and then don't have fear around the side effects. It's like recognizing that they could have some side effects and that's okay. So does the flu shot, but people get the flu shot. Yes, and yes. it's it's important to see that, you know, um, well, there's fear. There are always things to fear. It's just whether or not we're going to spend all of our energy reserves into those fears rather than um, over-focusing no. on it, right? No, no, don't we don't to. want to spend mm-hmm. energy on it because how does no. that help us uh, go forward? And and when we spend energy on it, it makes us more tired. It's exhausting. And so, mm-hmm. you know, if the, there is fear around the upcoming um, uh, vaccine, I mean, another perspective is, you know, globally, if nobody gets if everybody's fearful of getting vaccination then this can this problem is going to continue yes right there, there needs to be i forget the exact percentage but it has to be a enough percentage of the population to get vaccinated for this to you know kick it yes and they're not going to give us something that's harmful their whole purpose is to at a public health level protect us Yes. And I think there's a lot of conspiracy theories like being thrown around around like why COVID even happened. And even if they're accurate, is it is it is it helpful to over focus on it? Really, again, it's just making us freeze by kind of thinking about all the potential conspiracies. There's so many what ifs. And I always like to say this. So move into this year with your what ifs and do a positive spin. So what if COVID was made by somebody in order to, you know, increase the amount of virtual, you know, connection or something as an example. There's so many conspiracies. So what if, what if it wasn't, what if it was actually just a virus that hit the world and we are all in this together and that we're going to get through this together. I mean, there's like, how often does this happen? It doesn't. And there's so many, you know, conspiracies around finances and like the stock market and how it could relate to that. And again, what if it had nothing to do with the stock market and trying to shift things and that that was just the consequence, right? So, and either way, does it help us to overfocus no, on the what if? Not at all. It? And so that's right? why let's, let's shift gears right away yeah. so that we're not focusing on it. So let's focus no. on, you know, this is the start of a new year. Mm-hmm. So let's focus on what we can control. Yes. You know, yes. do your due diligence still, you know, mm-hmm. wear the masks as necessary. Of course. We keep washing our hands. We're going to also take care of our health because when our immune system is stronger, then even if you're around COVID, you'd be like, eh, whatever, I'm good. Right. And so, you know, it, it is time to really focus in on your fitness level and on your dietary piece. And as Dr. Tanya says it, and it doesn't mean you have to t- tackle everything at once. Let's just close off by, you know, let's do one thing. And so mm-hmm. for you, we right? talked about exercise. Yeah. From each pillar, right? So exercise, set up your time. It's like, you know, if, and maybe you are somebody who works out already, set little miniature goals to keep inspiring yourself to kind of, you know, be better and, and always be excited by the next thing. In fact, 
being excited to do something actually extends your telomeres. So the little uh, end of the junk DNA, or we used to think it was junk DNA, the end of the DNA, uh, our DNA basically used to be called junk DNA. Now we recognize that they actually code for telomeres, which is how long we're going to live. So we can extend our lives by always having something to look forward to, which is why we always ask at the end of episode, you know, every episode of Embrace You First, like, what did you do recently to fill your cup today? Or what do you doing because those are little things that you can do to look forward to and we always ask we want you to think about those things like what are the things that you're going to look forward to this year this week always have like a little thing to look forward to at the end of every week so from a mindfulness perspective like right now think about it like what can you do the end of today that you want to look forward to and then the end of the week and if you kind of reframe how you're seeing things you're less focused on the past and fear more thinking about I'm um, sorry, uh, loathing the past in the kind of a depressive perspective or anxiety of the future because you're reframing how you're seeing the future. You're thinking about the next best thing. And so like little miniature like things to look forward to in the day. So for me, I always talk about music and how I love to like sing little songs. So I'll set aside that time sometime during the day where I get to do my little smule song and exercise, you know, just setting those little goals. Like I used to ride in the forest, but I'm going to be, Instead of riding in the forest, I'm going to be snowshoeing and snowshoeing oh, nice. in the forest. So I got my snowshoes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That will fill your cup for sure. I'll have to get yes. some. We'll have to do that together. Yeah. And uh, so what fills my cup, um, anticipatory, we're going to get a puppy. Oh. So, uh, and I, again, I'm going to be really honest. Like I did not expect. So love is love is love, Right. And my vision of what this pet was going to look like is totally different than what we're getting. And I'm letting go of how it should be and just embracing that we get to have this loyal, forever loving, unconditionally loving dog in our lives. And I'm so grateful that we're going to have this opportunity kind of fell onto our laps and I'm just excited by the impact that it can potentially have. Like I get to go outside every day, which I love and there's no excuse, right? Because you have to walk a dog. And then I'm also thinking, oh my gosh, it'll be an amazing time to have my daughter, our daughter, come and out be outside connect with nature rather than you know on minecraft and so get her off the computer and then as well connect with me through the walks like i cannot wait it's awesome yes i actually like to i know we're doing the end of our episode and talking about how we fill our cups and how we are going to be filling our cups to challenge you to do the same but the reframe for me on last year because i don't want to let that go because i was Mm -hmm. talking about childhood stuff is like looking at last year and just saying you know i got to connect more with my family be at home more not travel Um, virtual medicine has been a blessing in disguise because I don't have to do all the travel time. Instead, I get to work out more and free up my space. And I still feel like if I went to work uh, with a mask on and then did some virtual and some person, you don't get to see facial expressions and connect with people. So I still feel like I can connect with people. I've helped people. I've done super successful. I've been super successful, but without the, you know, the commute. And I think that a lot of my patients have said the same thing. They've had more time to connect with their family family and um, themselves and like reevaluate how they're seeing 
their future and that the time they are going to spend taking care of themselves. So I think, I don't know if you would agree with a lot of that in terms of like how COVID, you know, could have been like a, yes. in some ways a positive spin in on the individual life. Well, that's what we started off by saying. It's like, you yeah. know, a, a fear can actually guide us yes. and help us pivot in, in a yeah. more positive way. And this is right. exactly what you're addressing. And right. we are going to be doing a future episode just about oh, connection. So yeah. it, we're going to cover this and do a deep dive. So thank you guys. And please don't forget that um, every month we're going to randomly choose someone who is going to be um, liking our podcast. So if you go to iTunes or Apple podcast, just go ahead and rate us and do the five star and make a comment and do a screenshot, Instagram us, do it, DM us so that we know that you did that with your name and we'll pull out a name and we are going to give you a 30 minute uh, private one-on-one session with us in whatever direction you want to go. We're going to alternate. So Dr. Tanya with her naturopathic expertise, mine in traditional Chinese medicine and my coaching hat. And uh, it could be, I guess, for your personal goals as well as your financial career goals. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Click subscribe, like, and share. Please comment and suggest topics you want us to cover. Until next time, ask yourself how you're going to embrace you first today. For more podcasts, check out embraceyoufirst.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.